Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. If you want to help this video blow up, make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Issa Clark 7688 A friend set up my dad and he was nearly beaten to death. My grandfather got revenge on everyone involved. This isn't my story, but it comes from my dad and other family members who witnessed it. This all went down in the late 1970s when my dad was 17. The area he grew up in was in the UK and was a stereotypical working class town. The part of town my family lived in was run down, full of poor families, and had its fair share of crime. But it was close-knit and everyone knew everyone. This will be important later. Now, my dad wasn't the most well-behaved kid, and he had hated being at school, but aside from a speeding ticket, he had never been in trouble with the police. He was, and still is, a really talented musician and had a very active social life. For his 17th birthday, one of his friends had bought him a leather jacket with a very specific logo on it. We'll call this Friend Dave for future reference. According to my dad, it was a rare and quite expensive motorcycle jacket. He was extremely happy that David got it for him. David bought himself the same jacket a while before, and it was a big surprise. My grandmother apparently joked that with the jackets on, they looked like twins, and she wasn't far wrong. They had similar features, black hair, and were both well known for being kitted out in motorcycle gear. A few days after my dad's birthday, he was leaving work as a bartender in the town center at around 10pm. As he was getting close to where his bike was parked, a gang of five men approached him from behind. The last thing my dad remembers was being smacked over the head and passing out as he hit the floor. These men beat up my dad with bike chains and a crowbar, literally to within an inch of his life. Luckily, two bouncers from a nearby pub had heard the commotion and rushed to help. The men ran off, the bouncers called the cops, and my dad was taken to the hospital. It turned out that Dave had quite a substantial gambling habit and owed a large amount of money to people who you really didn't want to owe money to. They had threatened Dave and told him that they would be looking for him to teach him a lesson. So Dave decided to set up my dad to take the beating instead of himself, or at least lessen his chances of taking it. He had bought my dad the same jacket because these guys knew that that's what he wore when he rode. He then arranged for a guy he knew to find out when my dad left work and call up the loan sharks to let them know where Dave was. What a scumbag. The revenge? My grandfather and grandmother were obviously distraught about this whole thing. The first thought on my grandfather's mind was if my dad would survive. When that was answered, his second was how to best get revenge. A bit of background on my grandfather, he was a lifelong boxer and a career military man. He enlisted at the back end of World War II at 17, stayed in the forces through Korea, and then served in Malaya and Burma as a scout and sniper during the mid to late 1950s. He only reluctantly retired when my dad was little and worked as an engineer after his discharge. 
This guy was certified bad to the bone even into his 50s, and although he wasn't the best husband or father at times, he could never stand by and watch his family get hurt. The first move my grandfather made was to call up every ex-service buddy, bouncer, pub, landlord, etc. that he knew, and even a few less than legit characters he knew from the pubs. In my town, word traveled fast, and my grandfather was well-liked and had a bit of a reputation, so it wasn't long before he had the names and addresses of the five men who attacked my dad. Apparently, these guys had been bragging about beating up a defenseless man from behind. These guys were career criminals with violent reputations, but my grandfather really didn't give a crap who or what they were. My grandfather then called up a few of the most dangerous, hardened guys he knew from the service. He explained to them what had happened, and they were all happy to help. One night, the group kicked in the doors of each thug and beat them to a pulp, all five of them. They knew that if they hit one, the others would hear about it and run, so they hit all five of them in one night. My grandfather knew that no one would call the police in the area they lived in. Talking to the cops was a big no-no in that area back then, so there was little chance of being caught. All five guys ended up bloodied with broken bones, shattered teeth, and the requirement to be fed from a tube by the end of the night. One of them had to be put into a medically induced coma. Of course, the police interviewed all of them in the hospital when they sufficiently recovered, but none of them talked both out of fear of my grandfather and fear that they would be labeled as rats, and nothing came of it. But my grandfather wasn't done there. My grandfather used his connections in the clubs and bars to start spreading rumors about why they'd been beaten up. Soon, it had gotten round that these guys had messed up and had beaten up the wrong person. Not only that, but they'd bragged about it and lied to whoever they worked for about it. Not only were they physically broken, but my grandfather ruined their credibility so that when they got out, no one, criminal or otherwise, wanted to be associated with them. Once this was all done, my grandfather turned his attention to Dave. He had specifically left Dave for last, knowing that he would crap himself knowing that my grandfather knew what he had done. My grandfather, however, was much more subtle in dealing with Dave as he thought that a simple beating would be too good for him. He waited and asked around, and it turned out that Dave was not only a compulsive gambler, but had also recently turned into a heavy drug addict as well. My grandfather found out who he was buying his drugs from, where he would usually buy, and where. He had a buddy of his follow Dave when he went to buy his stuff, follow him to where he was living, and let my grandfather know. My grandfather then called in an anonymous tip that there was a huge drug deal going on at the address, and he thought he had heard gunshots. He had two of his buddies do the same. The police investigated, searched the house, and caught Dave red-handed with boatloads of drugs in his home as well as counterfeit bills and a ton of other illegal stuff. Dave was charged, denied bail, and ended up pleading guilty to all the charges laid against him. My dad could never remember his exact sentence, but it was definitely heavy, at least 15 years. To add to that, Dave owed a lot of money to a lot of people and, let's just say his time in prison, was made much worse by this fact. My dad never spoke to him again, his parents disowned him, his girlfriend dumped him, he struggled to get a job with his record, and when he got out, he had to move miles away, as no one he knew wanted anything to do with him. My dad eventually recovered from his injuries, although you can still see various scars on his body from the beating he took. My grandfather never told anyone what he had done until my dad asked him about it when he got really ill in the early 1990s. 
Dave's life was ruined, and out of the five who attacked my dad, three ended up in prison later in life, and two ended up dead due to crime. My grandfather passed away in the late 1990s, and although my dad and him had their issues, it could never be said he didn't look out for him when he needed it. So obviously this is a pretty insane nuclear revenge. OP's grandfather really felt like a mafia boss pulling their connections around it, kind of put a hit in. Considering the scumbag that Dave was and what they did to OP's father, do you think Dave and the five men deserved what they got in the end? Or do you think maybe it was a bit much? Let me know what you think in the comments. And our final story of the day is by Elebron Mystic. My dad's ex-girlfriend robs us and he gets even. Okay, for reference, I was a young teen, around 14 or 15. My father had a rough time with women and always seemed to have bad luck with them. Until he started dating an old high school friend that we'll just call Susan. She was a cool woman. I was glad my dad found love in his life again. He deserved it. Susan was kind to me and even had two kids of her own. One younger and one older than me, but they didn't come around often. My dad dated her off and on for over a year, thinking he was super lucky. But soon we started having problems that escalated until the breaking point. I'll start from the beginning and you'll see that I'm not lying when I say that Susan is an evil woman. Susan is a struggling drug addict that my dad knew about and had tried to help her through it, but she was always fighting him on it and had moments of pure rage. I hate when people yelled and fought with each other. I'm kind of emotional and I start getting weepy. I don't know why. Anyway, my dad had a bad accident when he was hunting behind our woods behind our house. He was coming down and halfway down he fell and perfectly landed one of his legs on a rock that completely shattered his kneecap. He had to have surgery and go on heavy pain medication to keep him comfortable. Three weeks and he came home, but needed crutches for months and still had some heavy pain meds. Enter Susan who was hardly around during the hospital during my dad's entire stay. She would end up sneaking my dad's pills when he was asleep and just abuse them all the time. My dad ended up hiding them from her. That was the moment things went downhill. First, she tried to convince me to steal my dad's meds so she could take them saying that if two or three go missing, he won't know. I was appalled at what I was hearing. I refused and I thought her behavior was out of line, but my dad still believed she was a good person. Next, I have to admit that I suffer from low self-esteem and emotional anxiety from time to time. It was a while after the pill issue that Susan came home and was trying to convince me to run away from my dad because he didn't care about me anymore. I was in a bad time in my life and she succeeded in making me do just that. I did come back afterwards when I was found on the road by police. She was turning me and my dad against each other and got us literally yelling at each other. But we resolved this and after some reflection, we both realized that for all the major problems we have had happen, Susan was the instigator. My dad promised she'd be gone soon. And wouldn't you know it, dad found out she was actually cheating on him. He walked in on her and her ex when he went to her place to break up. It made his choice a lot easier. Susan was gone. We finally had our lives back, or so we thought. One day, I came home from school and went into our house to find that it was completely trashed. I was shocked and confused and didn't know what was going on. My dog was acting normal and happy to see me, but everything was wrecked. I looked around and saw my Xbox 360 and Wii were stolen along with most of my games. My dad's room was also in tatters, so I decided to call my dad to ask what was going on. A family friend actually showed up during this and looked around too. My dad rushed home and was absolutely furious when he went inside. 
Our friend left and dad checked around and noticed that only his pills were stolen from his room. We knew instantly that it was Susan. Our dog was acting normal because she knew Susan and was used to her. That's how she didn't get mauled by our dog and was able to rob us. Instantly, my dad began to figure out what to do. I suggested that we call the police, but my dad refused. He called dibs. Being ex-military, even with a bad leg, made him a dangerous man to mess over. He found out that her ex, a Russian dude that's a wannabe gangster, helped rob us. My dad acted as swiftly as possible and, to be honest, I was scared. I thought he'd literally kill the both of them. It took four days for my dad to find out where they were staying. They moved in together at his house. My dad told me to stay home and drove over there at night with a baseball bat and his favorite pocket knife. Around midnight, he came back and I saw stuff in the back of our car. He told me that my consoles were sold away and he couldn't have gotten them back. I asked what happened and he sat me down. He had went down and found that the both of them were there that night. And he honked his horn real loud and they came out. Susan didn't recognize the car in time and her ex, let's call him Tim, got scared to death as my dad got out, bat in hand. Now this dude was supposed to be a bad to the bone gangster that would beat anyone down and my dad was only just recovered enough to not need crutches anymore. So in the favor of odds, you'd expect Timmy to be itching to fight knowing he'd win. But he caved in. My dad had a reputation of being the guy who'll beat down anyone who messes with our family. He's beaten a few people around town that's hurt our friends or family. Tim apparently got on his knees and begged for his life and that he'd do anything. And my dad, being the saint he is, told him to give him all his clothes. Tim couldn't tear them off fast enough. Susan was about to go in the house, presumably to call the police, when my dad told her not to move or he'd baseball bat Tim very seriously. He grabbed the clothes and told them to never come near our house again or else. He also assured them that he'd be back. I was shocked, but glad my dad didn't kill anyone. He told me that I wasn't going to school tomorrow because I was coming with him to Susan's house. So the next day at noon, we show up and Tim immediately has him in his bedroom. My dad told me to get the big cardboard box he loaded up yesterday. We went in and he told Susan that he was taking their DVD collection. He went over and told me to take them all, which I did, albeit reluctantly. I was a bit uncomfortable with the situation, but was in awe of how bad to the bone my dad was being. He yelled for Tim and that dude ran right in like a dog and sat down on the couch. My dad told him he had a week to get out of our town. If he didn't, he'd have a bad time. Tim agreed profusely and my dad and me walked out. But before we left, my dad stopped and turned to Tim and told him to give him his clothes again. I watched slackjawed as Tim hurriedly pulled his clothes off and gave them to my dad. We eventually went home. They never called the cops. Too afraid, I guess, of the authorities or my dad. I don't know which, but we haven't heard from them since. Good riddance. Considering they literally broke in and robbed you of everything, sold your gaming consoles, it was pretty scummy lowlife stuff. The only thing is, what's with the clothes thing? Like, is this some submissive tactic? I don't know, it just... There was something about that detail that took this story from, like, a really bad-to-the-bone story of revenge and partly turned it into some, like, weird embarrassment satisfaction thing. I don't know, but it was pretty harsh revenge. 
But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of both of these stories that I've read today, which was your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.